0: This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy. Are you ready to finally solve those pesky issues that keep holding back your business success and never seem to go away? Embrace the power of the spring formula that unearths the issues and opportunities burrowed beneath the surface. And grow your business so you thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. Claim your copy today at www.thegroundhogbook.com. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started.
1: My name is Adam Homey, and I am honored once again by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today by checking out the Brilliance Plus Passion Project. Here, we interview changemakers who make the world a better place by being part of it and by their contributions to it we've interviewed scores of entrepreneurs, corporate leaders, and even folks who are neither entrepreneurs nor corporate leaders, but have a special message that they want folks to share. We do have some of those on every once in a while. So we like changes of pace and we like to vary things up a bit. What we are going to do today is we're gonna have a conversation with somebody who's been a member of my Facebook group, somebody who I've had a number of dialogues with, and I'm so happy to not only speak with him for the first time verbally, but also introduce him to you. His name is David Chemetsky. He is a mentor, podcast host, and speaker. And we are going to discover more about him, but I'll just share with you very briefly. He's the host of the internationally acclaimed Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat" podcast. He has spoken on various stages, including TEDx Farmingdale, And using many different techniques, as well as 30 years of corporate experience, he brings his unique authenticity to everything he does. I like him. You're going to like him. So, David Chimesky, welcome aboard. It's so great to have you here.
2: Oh, thanks so much. I'm glad you like me, and that's all that really matters at the end of the day.
1: All right. Okay. First question. Let's dive in with a bang. How does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and the world at large? Let's hear it in your words. I just
2: teach everybody their reset buttons. And the really powerful part is that we all have it within ourselves. You know, once we can heal ourselves, we can then heal other people, making that change in life and just so many different ways. But that's the biggest way is knowing the way to find your path.
1: Find your path. Okay, bookmark this because I'm 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 going to circle back to this toward the end if we have time. Uh, what is it exactly that you do? I mentioned you're a podcast host. I mentioned you do mentoring, uh, but what is it uh, like? What are the products and services?
2: So, well, with mentoring, it's a lot of different things. So sometimes it's overcoming some challenges and obstacles that are in our path. And what what does that mean? It could mean a lot for for some people. I mean, I've worked with CEOs as well as individuals. So it it all depends on what your obstacles are or what you see. And for me, mentoring is a lot different than coaching. And uh, you can toy around with the words, but I don't send in the plays and tell you what to do. You tell you what to do. I can give you other alternatives. Yeah. (laughs) other, Other perspectives. And that's really what it comes down to is learning a little bit about each other and finding a different way because we never expand ourselves or rise to that next level when we only see it our way.
1: Absolutely. In your experience, David, what are the three most common questions people in general have when asking you about what you do? You know, like the frequently asked questions.
2: Yeah. So the frequently asked questions are really, you know, how'd you get here? So with that answer, the question really is: Is I got here because I had put myself into therapy, and I I had some obstacles, and then I started mm-hmm. learning some of these techniques. And I'm not a therapist, so I make sure I I clearly you know, stay in my lane. And if you need a therapist, I highly recommend it. But there's ways to reduce your stress. And that's the next question is, <clears throat> so what do you do? You know, you, you know you're know, you not a therapist. You really can't talk about stuff. Well, one of the techniques that I learned was called havening. And it's yeah. a sensory touch modality that helps you reset yourself. So mm-hmm. I, you know, when I go on stage and I talk to people, I'm like, you just start rubbing your hands. You'll calm yourself down, which is true. And it's because of how your body reacts. Yeah. So the truth really comes down to is when that really happens, that's a change in your body, your, your mind soup, your brain soup. And that's one of the things that people go really life could change just by rubbing your hands. Yeah, it can. Now to do some other things, you need to do a little bit more than that, but that reset button is always the most important part. And the last question that a lot of people ask me is how'd you get here? You know, um, and what I tell them is uh, I became a, a pathfinder of resilience because we go through our life uh, on a path. Ram Dass says we walk each other home, which is true. But the real truth of the matter is, as we're on that path, it's not a straight line. I don't know anybody, and I, I don't know you well enough about your, your life, Adam, but I'm sure your life has not been a straight line. Oh, no. From, from A to B, right? Uh, you know, like, no. Oh, no. We all have gone through lots of different challenges, and we might have grown each grown through each other, and, and that's the really important part is learning that resilience, and uh, I talk about that through my Phoenix program, my Phoenix Mindset program.
1: Yeah. Bookmark this as well, uh, and I'll make sure we have time to come back to the zine. we have go a couple extra minutes. Uh, sometimes, in order to see the future, you have to look into the past.
2: 100%. Uh, that, that's one of the things I, I really created uh, during COVID, uh, this mm-hmm. word called cluberty. And Cluberty. What- Cluberty, yeah, it's it's like that moment in life you get a clue and you're like, how did I get here? I'm a pretty good guy. I I, I didn't see things the way that I, I I others maybe had seen things. I might not have even reacted in the right way, but it's one of those clues that I want to do something differently and I want to do something better. I, I don't want to just yeah. do it differently. I want to be better. I want to be the person that my dog thinks I am. Uh, your cat thinks you are well my your cat's cat. right
1: here you yeah. I don't know if you can see her and yeah, she's, she's she's, I she's actually worries. you can see her ear but she's yep. actually being relatively calm right now and I'm trying to encourage that <laughs> right you know yeah.
2: our, well our, our cats uh really don't think about us they just think about us how we serve them but a yes. dog does you know does look at us as oh my god they're amazing they have opposable thumbs how can they do that uh but the real trick is is to learn through some of the challenges we've gone through, and I didn't realize how many of the challenges and what I was still carrying along with me uh, prior to COVID to where I'm at now. I'm I'm a different person in, in so many different ways.
1: Okay, I can certainly see that. Now, what are a few questions you wish people would ask you?
2: You know, the one question that people uh, do ask me: Why don't you smile more? I I, I look okay. very serious, but. I'm not anybody who really knows me. I'm not really that serious. Uh, I might be thinking about a lot of things and that makes me. So that's one of the questions I'd ask them. I'd ask people to just say, Hey, can I just say hello? Uh, a lot of people use that. And once they get to know me, then they're like, Oh my God, you're really, you know, this, this great guy. I'm like, Yeah, I knew that. (laughs) But, um, um, another question I I would love to ask is, how'd you get here? You know, there's a lot of stories and. Uh, I'm, I'm writing a couple of books and the more that you start writing, the more stories that come up in your life, how something where you were, I sometimes feel like Forrest Gump, you know, somehow I ended mm-hmm. up, uh, you know, doing this or I did that, or I was here. And uh, that's what it is. Is you know, what is, and where do I go? Where do I think I'm going to go in the future? And I don't know that answer, but I do know that I'm going to be helping as many people as possible because that's really what, what, what I'm here for. Uh, I was told that I need to help as many people as possible.
1: All right. So let's shift gears. And this is where we get to have a little bit of fun. Uh, what would people who know you be surprised to learn about you?
2: A lot of the people that know me know, know that I'm really one of the nicest guys that you, you, you'll meet. Uh, I, I'm friendly. I'll do anything for people who I care about. Uh, what they don't know me, about me. I don't know. There's always something, you know, uh, yeah. I, I know when, uh, you know, I, I, I grew up from Brooklyn. Uh, let's see what they might not have known. Well, what not? Nah, it's a story I tell my friends. So I, you know, I, I'm a pretty open book. Uh, so the one thing that they might not know, I still, even though I'm, I'm a different person than I was, I still enjoy being around and having a really good conversation with somebody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, What do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it?
2: He gave his big, he gave his heart. He's loud. He's, uh, but at the end of the day, his heart led through everything. You know, being heart centered and all the mistakes that he might have made Mm -hmm. were basically, you know, omissions of, of, of knowledge. And then once he learned the right thing, he got it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, if you could go back in time and change one thing you've done or one thing you've experienced or that happened, what would it be and why?
2: There's a million things I'd love to change. Um, But the one thing that I'd like to change, I would have loved to learn some of these things earlier. You know, like where now I talk about a lot of peace and love and all this stuff. I really would have loved to understand it earlier in life than uh, in my 50s. And I really would have loved to start loving myself. I, I I would have loved that opportunity to understand Dave much more as a younger person than uh, as a person in, 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 of an, sure. a certain age.
1: Sure. Sure. Now, what famous person, alive or dead, would you like to meet? And What questions would you have for them if you had the opportunity?
2: I'm a history buff, so there's a lot Me of too. people. Yeah, that's. There's a, there's a lot of people um i'd love to hear uh fdr i mean i'd love to talk to fdr i mean abraham lincoln i mean oh. all all the really uh the people that we would know but you know i'd also really love to hear from family uh i, I there's a lot there's a bunch of people that i i would have loved to have a better conversation with uh you know my grandfather you, you know wasn't really a, a talker but i, I as an adult, of course, as a child, what are you going to talk to grandpa about? You know, the, 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 I understand my grandfather. So he passed away in 1994, and uh, he was a Met fan, diehard Brooklyn Dodger, Met fan, that whole piece. Yeah. I never understood the part. He, he would say, damn it to hell uh, at times. And then uh-huh. there was one day I'm watching the ball game, and all of a sudden, the Mets made an error, and I just screamed out, damn it to hell. And I'm like, where the hell did that come from? Um, yeah. you know, think about it. I'd, I'd love to have conversations. I mean, with both my grandfathers, with, 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 there were so many different stories that I didn't hear directly from the people who lived them in, uh, in, in my own family. And then, you know, there's always the historical figures. I'd love to have some really interesting conversations, um, you know, uh, you know, with any of the presidents. I mean, you know, the, the knowledge of some of the older presidents are just incredible. And, what really happened and what really didn't happen you know uh it it, i i think you know five minutes in time i always think about that magic time machine
1: yeah well you know this is what I'm, i'm i'm thinking of and what's been on my mind for most of our conversation is let's look at what makes us who we are uh some of the patterns that we express that maybe we don't know like Why is it that we do that thing? Why is it that we keep attracting this person? Why is it that I seem to find myself in the same situation over and over again, like that movie Groundhog's Day, except in hell? So, uh,
2: (laughs) Well, that's one of the things I actually work work on, right? It's patterns that we have in our lives, Mm -hmm. and we don't realize it. Uh, You know, there's a lot of times we continue the same patterns because we don't realize that we're following the same patterns that's the magic part about being our brains our brains summarize everything up and that's why we get to make quicker decisions you know from the information we have that's one of those things that I really enjoy talking about because I love cleaning my filters and that's part of that clubberty process is cleaning the filters because the things i saw might not have seen i mean i'm sure you've had conversations with even your best of friends you know hey adam what's going on and, and you're like no we didn't see it that way and then once you they hear their perspective or their view of how they saw it you're like oh that's not really what i said or that's not really what i meant uh-huh. and then that's that conversation that's that powerful piece so there's lots of little pieces to that that really come along um that's one of those things that i i i really would would, would love to continue the conversation on
1: right 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 now yeah, maybe we'll have you on uh our business creators radio show uh, at some point in the relatively near future, we can have an extended mastermind chat about this very thing. Uh, I've done studies in inherited trauma, resonance repatterning, some of the other things my clients have done. And it's just amazing how many things come from our childhoods, how we were educated, how we were raised, our mm-hmm. interactions with our families and things like that. And you think, Oh, well, yeah, I guess I love my parents, but boy, they were assholes. Well, no, 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 no. That's not, the, in most they, cases, they, they,
0: no. they did the
2: best. Right? They, they did the best they could. Remember, yeah. I mean, so there's, there's two magic things. One, there's really no book. You know, what do we do when, yeah. when, when, when David does this or, you know, but also think about it differently. They're growing up while we're growing up. You know, even mm-hmm. though they're the adults, that doesn't mean that yep. they knew all the answers. They didn't. You know, we, don't, we I don't, don't know all the answers. Yeah. I, I, I don't know all the answers. I tell my kids that all the time. I don't know all the answers. I'll try to find the answers. And that's why when I do, that's powerful for the kids as well as for us is, you know, if you make a mistake, you say you made a mistake. I think that's huge in, in uh-huh. anybody's life.
1: Yeah. Now, where I'm going with this, and I've mentioned this on several other episodes, is we're at the point where starting with the millennials, basically, and working down to the newer generations This is really the first cohort that had, from an early age, consistent access to high-speed internet at a point where the internet had a lot of information on it. So they had access to information, knowledge, learning, and support networks that were not available to their parents or to their parents before them or to their parents before them. At most, uh, they had libraries and may or may not have had ready access to those libraries. They had what they were told was supposed to be the case, and they were... Reminded, boy, during the depression, it was so much worse. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. when you come to recognize that and you actually just see what happened, it's been mu- it's been the experience of many folks that I know that you actually come to love and appreciate your friends and family even more.
2: 100%. Uh, I-, I know I'm at a situation where uh, I love my family even more mm-hmm. uh, for, for, for so many different reasons. Even the family that I don't see – Uh, every morning, I I, I say prayers, I I do meditation, and I send out energy, pure energy of love. And it's either received or it's not. And that's okay. That has nothing to do with it. And even just this way of talking, uh, we could never have talked that way when we were younger about energy and sitting. That would have been one of those those hippie kids. And, Uh you know, uh, it's so much different now. And even with all the knowledge. So now there's almost too much knowledge because you and I can write, you know, with knowing our history backgrounds, we can write a whole bunch of different great stories. None of it might be true. And if it's out there on the internet, people look at it. And that's, you know, part of the the challenge. That's why I always say be your most authentic self and then you don't have to fake anything else. And, you know, you could take information from all over, but, you know, see where it comes from.
1: Yeah. See where it comes from. See what ultimately, Uh, makes it resonate with you. So we're actually uh, pretty much at the top here. Uh, There is one question I have for you. And bear in mind, in a moment, I know you have an invitation for our listeners. I'm going to share that invitation for you. But in general, what is one action you want our listeners to take as soon as they finish listening to us today in just a couple minutes?
2: Sure. Find a charity. One of the big things that I really enjoy talking about is my goons for good. We all know somebody. And that's what it comes down to. Find a charity. Not talk about money. Spend your time with people who need assistance. There's a million of them. Uh, You know, I don't know by by the time that this will come out, it'll probably already be passed. But I have this charity event this coming Friday. I'm always doing charity work because it's paying it forward.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: One of my mentors, Frank Shankowitz, always said, everybody could do something. And really, that's all I really want everybody to do. If we all help the world just that little bit, the world's going to be a better place.
1: All right, so here is the invitation for our listeners. Uh, if you find that David has something you enjoy hearing, if you feel strongly that he's somebody who can benefit you in this journey, you he will gladly buy you 20 minutes of his time. So if you want to speak with him for a podcast interview, life coaching, or simply to get some information to help you evolve whatever it is you're doing, he will, on his tap. he'll put 20 minutes of his time on his tab. So what you do is you visit www.DavidChemeski.com forward slash appointments and go there, take yourself up on it. And then uh, in the comments field, be sure to mention that you heard about David on the Brilliance Plus Passion pro- podcast so that he knows where this is all coming from. And with that, David Chemeski, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor, and believe me, in education.
2: Thanks so much, Adam, for the opportunity. Love to speak to you again in the future.